people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. I welcome you to this edition of Jesus for the Streets, ladies and gentlemen. I am Abayomi, that roast from Nigeria, the west side of Africa. Jesus for the Street, a podcast, or you can call it a complimentary service, in that it doesn't affect your normal service at your worship centers, or you can call it an informal service, or even an online service, where we talk about truth, where we talk about Prosperity, illumination, enlightenment, you name it. I welcome you ladies and gentlemen to the sixth episode of this wonderful series that we started some months now. I want to strongly believe that you are blessed. Because it's a wonderful privilege to come your way. Headline sponsor. A big thanks to family and friends. A big thanks to Boomplay for old, new, and even future songs. Remember, here on Jesus for the Street, every artist is a chorister. We will not say because we are dishing out truth, then the only thing, the only kind of songs we'll be playing will be gospel. Ah, uh, you know, I want to call level here. Every artist is spiritual. As long as you put your gift to use, you have been called and you have done the needful. And the humanity is a, be- is a better place or in a better state simply because of your contribution. We appreciate you. We want to say big thanks to all our listeners worldwide. Thank you for always tuning in. In case you have not put on the notification, you can quickly do that now. So that every time we drop a podcast like this, you can be notified. Remember, you can access us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Bull On, Anchor FM, all these platforms and all podcast platforms. You can access us there. Law of the Mind, ladies and gentlemen. Law of the Mind is a series. This edition is the sixth episode. Episode number six. I feel pumped in my spirit right now. I can't wait to begin. But you know how we do it. Yeah, on Jesus for the street. I'm going to be playing a music opener. And during that music opener, you recite this mantra. The mantra is simple. I am growing. I'm becoming better. You say to yourself, as you breathe in for about minimum of four seconds, I am growing. And as you exhale for slowly for about minimum of four seconds, becoming better. I am growing and becoming better. I am growing and becoming better. What can I say, ladies and gentlemen? 
This music opener is a special one from a special guy, a living legend. This one is titled Bigger by MR featuring living legend Nas, another living legend here in this country and Africa, Olamide. The mantra is, I am growing and getting better and getting better. Even as we go for this music opener titled Bigger. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Continue to shine brighter and brighter. <laughs> I just uh, remember something that is going on on Twitter currently concerning rap music in Nigeria. And may I just quickly use this opportunity to chip in my take on it. You know, the truth is, in Nigerian market right now, this thing, this theory that was... Not necessarily by anybody, but it's just something that most of us know, whether we like it or not, but not 
all of us are sensitive enough to understand that rap music is gradually is gradually fading you know because people tend to prefer songs than rapping and i think most of these rappers most of these living legends also noticed that i remember four years ago was it four years ago when mi this mi released the chairman and the day he released that album Many people were complaining about, um, I remember I, I was listening to that radio show when uh, Douglas of Beat FM called him, you know, live, it was a live call, you know, and um, there was, he, he, I remember him saying something like, uh, how come he featured so many people that was nothing, and he said, I remember am I saying something like, he, what he does is rap. He doesn't sing, so he had to feature as many people on that album simply because he needed them to sing for him, to sing the chorus for him. You know, so that's to tell you that this thing, this thing that Whiskey said recently, that rap music is dead, is just something that has been waiting to be said, like publicly. Rap music is just, um, you need to, as a rapper, you need to learn to sing. Look at the track we just listened to now. Olamide, look at how he sang beautifully well. That's not the only um, track that you hear about Olamide singing, you know. Olamide sings. So, as a rapper, you need to develop your singing ability. That's just what we are saying. That's what the market is demanding for. You need to be able to rap and sing your own chorus. Or you need to be able to sing as well. I've listened to Vector singing, Ice Prince singing. Olamide sings very well. Nayamali, Nayamali even sings too. Zlatan, they all sing. There are times when you just need to, you know, you can't afford to be idle. And I think that is what, that is exactly what the sixth episode on this series is going to be focusing on. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you back to the show. It's Jesus for the Street and I remain your host, Abayomi. A big thank you to MI for being part of this show. A big thank you to all of you. I appreciate all of you. I still like rap. But I'm just telling you what the market is demanding for. Many people don't even know what they like. I like rap. I still listen to rap. But here in Nigeria, the Nigerian market is demanding for more of singing than rapping. So it's either you adjust to the market or you go to where rap is being appreciated and you know try and compete there you never know just don't be a tree move around learn everything is gonna be all right and last last I know everything is gonna be okay the sixth episode of this wonderful series ladies and gentlemen are you ready? Because I am. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, in case you are wondering if this is a, an informal service, then how do I pay my title and offering? Here on Jesus for the Street, you pay. If you are used to us, I'm sure by now, you can even recite how we pay our title and offering here. But if this is your first time, that's why we are going over it again. On Jesus for the Street, we pay our tithe and offering in four different ways. You can adopt all the four, or you can pick one that suits your situation right now. You can pick the first one now, and maybe the, your situation will demand the third one next time. So just feel free. Here on Jesus for the Street, we are all about freedom. We are all about illumination. We are all about enlightenment. We are all about expose, exposure. We are all about positive energy, love, and light. The first way you can pay your tithe and offering is the religious way. Go to your worship centers. Try as much as possible to pay there. Take it to God. 
Take it to these worship centers. Once you have done it, you have paid it to God. Another way you can pay it is think of yourself. Don't let anybody deceive you. You can spend your tithe and offering on yourself. You can do something you have never done before. What is that pot of soup that you've been willing to cook for your family but because it's too expensive? Why don't you cook it in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost? And eat it in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. It is acceptable here on Jesus for the street. Enjoy yourself. In that place in the Bible, it even says that you can use it to buy wine. Deuteronomy 14. I think verse 25, 20, just check from 24 to 27 thereabouts. You will see all these things we are saying there. In another translation, it says you can use it to buy beer, 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 alcoholic beer. Some, it says strong spirit. I mean strong drink. Another one says spirit. You can use your tithe and offering to buy all these things. The same law that says that you should take it to worship center is the same law that also said that one too. You can use it to enjoy your life. That's the second way you can pay your tithe and offering. But make sure you do it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The third way is your locality. How can you improve your local environment? You can use your seed offering to bless your people. Create a bus stop. Where is that bus stop? Where sun? You know, when it's sunny, people find it uncomfortable. You know, why not create a shed for them? Use your seed to do that. And lastly, that verse 27, it says, do not leave out the man of God around you when you are flexing. Remember the man of God. I am also a man of God. You can remember me too. And may God bless you as you do so. Law of the mind. The sixth episode. When you can dance among the madness and have a resilient and optimistic mind frame, despite the roller coaster of existence, that is when you win. Once you realize this and internalize it, you develop a sense of observation about the way of the world instead of an emotional, reactive, and stressful need to control everything. You begin to notice the silliness of others, which used to be in you when they complain about things. However, the key is not to allow this distinction to make you lazy or demotivated. In other words, don't don't throw your hands up and think, oh, well, it is what it is. No, no, that's not what we are saying here. The sixth episode is trying to differentiate surrendering or allowing in law of attraction from being lazy. The key here is not to allow this distinction to make you lazy or demotivated. There are so many people that they will be like, you know, you see, this life is all about balance. Try to stand on one leg and see how easy it is. You realize that you will be in balance. Try to use one hand to do everything. To shake, to eat. To clean your bum bum. Just use one hand to eat, to shake, to wave. To You will find yourself in some uncomfortable state. Life is about balance. Try to see with one eye. Close one and try to see with the other one. You will realize that it will be difficult for you to see everything. Life is about balance. There are times when you need to fold your arms and be like, it is what it is. 
especially when you have tried every possible means to solve that situation and you keep meeting resistance, resistance upon resistance. I said that in the last episode. When I meet resistance over and over and over and over, I'll just leave the situation and start praying about it. Focusing my energy on what I want. That is quite different from somebody who failed to try anything and just expect things to happen on their own. That is laziness. You do not want to throw your hands up and think, oh, well, it is what it is. Yes, it is what it is. But don't live with the idea that just because reality is that the future is unchangeable. You do not want to live like that. Yes, it is what it is. But don't live with the idea that just because reality is that the future is unchangeable. Let me let you know this, folks. What you did in the past is why you are here today. Any situation you are going through right now is because of something you did in the past or something you did not do. Are you unhappy that you do not, you are unable to get jobs? Maybe in the past when they asked you to go to school, you did not go to school. Are you unhappy that today you could not afford anything, you could not buy this, you could not buy that? Maybe when they asked you to go and learn that trade, you did not learn it. Are you suffering from being HIV positive today? Maybe when they were warning you to stop prostitution, that time you did not listen. Ladies and gentlemen, what you did in the past is why you are here today. So we are also trying to let you know that don't, do not think that future is unchangeable because what you do today will determine where you will be tomorrow. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, it's never too late. No, it's never too late. That's why I tell people this. The best time is always now. Sow seed of goodness today. And you will not need to fear what will happen tomorrow. Because you know that if I sow good today or goodness today, the only thing that is waiting for me in the future is surely goodness, mercy, shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. So, this series, Law of the Mind, is about accepting reality for what it is. But do not ever think that future is unchangeable. You can change your future by changing what you do today. You can change your future by changing your mind today. You can change your future by changing what you are thinking, your thoughts today. Today, ladies and gentlemen, for as the reality that happens is as it is, the future is still under deliberation, depending on the choices and the thoughts you make or have today. It is true that reality is what it is. 
But we want you to know from our studio here on Jesus for the Street that you have the ability to change your tomorrow. You have the ability to change your tomorrow. I will tell you a story about karma. I told you that my agency is managing a property. So this property, we are meant to renovate it. So we decided to give the current tenant quick notice. As I was giving them that notice, that quick notice, deliberately, I didn't want to be harsh. I didn't want to be hard on them. Simply because I knew that I'm also paying rent somewhere else. Lord, be ladies and gentlemen. I was also given quick notice too to vacate where, where I am. I know of someone too. Whenever this man is talking about his tenant, yes, somebody who is also staying as a tenant. Ah, I will show those tenant pepper. I will do this. I will do that. I will do this. As that person was saying it, I was like, ah. You're also a tenant. It's just this man that I'm talking about. He happened to be a, good, a very close friend of that landlord. So I didn't even see it coming that they could give him a quick notice too. It was very ugly. In short, far uglier than how this man was treating his own tenant somewhere else. I felt like he was too ass on them. That person I'm talking about, that man I'm talking about, is also experiencing the same situation. So, but some people will see that person in that situation, they will pity him. But have you ever taken time to ask that person that how did he treat his own tenant somewhere else? What you sow is what you will reap. Karma is a clever bitch. What you sow is what you will reap. That man will be. This man will portray himself as a good person. But the only time you will see the other side of this person is when that person is talking about his tenant somewhere else. How you will show them. The same way he's showing them, they are showing the person too. That is life. We are not saying this to mock anybody. We are using the situation to learn that <laughs> if you do not want this kind of a thing to repeat itself tomorrow, maybe you should be treating your tenant nice too. Because what you sow is what you will reap. Karma is very clever. Most times when I'm talking to, because I'm sure y'all know that Nigerians are known for scamming. All our youth, 95% of our youth are scammers. Scamming Americans, people outside the world with foreign dollars and foreign currency. But I tell them, I say, look, <laughs> I do not know what the future holds for you. But one thing I know is that it is impossible for you to cause somebody pain. For you to rip somebody off and be using that kind of a thing or that kind of a blessing to take care of church, take care of your children, take care of your wife, and you see some wife, they will feel so entitled. I'll be like, ah, I do, I'm not God. But one thing I know is that it is impossible for you to sow mango 
and reap pineapple. It is impossible. Whatever you sow, you, are, you will reap. Look at your life right now. It's either you are sowing or you are reaping. Look at your current situation, good or bad. It's either you are sowing or you are reaping. When you sow evil, you reap evil. Even the Bible says, those who sow in tears, they will reap with joy. What are you sowing? You can't be wicked to your own tenant and you want your own landlord to be happy with you. It's impossible. You are wicked to your own tenant somewhere else. But you are wondering why your landlord is wicked to you. Ladies and gentlemen, if anything happens to me in life, the first thing I check is myself. That's the first thing I'll check. Myself. I check myself. Once I realize I'm clean, okay, I'll now, I'll be able to go to God and pray. But even when I'm not clean, I'll still go to God and pray. But you cannot be carrying people with a pinch of salt, like a pinch of salt, and you're expected to be carried like a bag of rice. It's impossible. If you look at that situation, maybe there is somebody you to you offended. Maybe there is a tenant you also chased out. You showed her him or her wickedness. Maybe that's why you are facing what you are facing. This life, in So what we are trying to say is that regardless of what your reality is right now, regardless of what your reality is, the first question you need to check is how can you improve that reality? How can you make it better in future? If you are alive and you are hearing this podcast, you are under the influence of my voice. I want you to first congratulate yourself. Because that you are alive, it means you have hope. You can change your life today. The seeds you sow today are what you will reap tomorrow. So, future is changeable. No. It is. I mean, do not ever think that you cannot change your future. You can. The only thing is that to change your future, you must sow a different seed today. Look at that story we talked about in the previous episode. The last episode, I beg your pardon. The story of David Jesse. He sowed an evil seed and eventually he reaped evil things like that child had to die he lost that child another thing was that right in his eyes like this they were sleeping with his wives that's another repercussion I just look at some people you will, they, will, they will say here in your Nigeria, what I want to say, I should be. I should be see, I should For my American listeners, here in Nigeria, many people think they think that they can do a voodoo for them to go away with anything in life. Whether they do evil, they want to go away with it. It's impossible. It's impossible. 
everything you do, that it will catch up with you. And you are cheating on your husband. You are cheating on your wife. It will catch up with you. You are stealing. You think you are enjoying life. It's not in our cake. It will catch up with you. There is nothing like going away with what you've done. No. In all of life, ladies and gentlemen, there is reality. There is imagination. There is divine wisdom. Reality is what is true. And what you confront with all your being and your senses in every moment of every day. Imagination, on the other hand, is a mental process that creates many stories in your mind. Sometimes you are aware that you are just imagining something and that your mind is making it up. But often, you are not. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't we quickly examine five quick ways to strengthen your psychic abilities. But before we do this, let's go for this music break. Don't go away.
I welcome you back, ladies and gentlemen. It's still Jesus for the street, and I am Abayomi Road from Nigeria, west side of Africa. That was Buga by Kiss Daniel featuring Techno. That track, I mean, it's just it's African anthem for 2022. Congratulations to you, Kiss Daniel featuring, I mean, and Techno on that wonderful jam. And um, I want to say a big thank you for being part of this show. Thank you. Boom play, thank you guys. Ladies and gentlemen. Five quick ways to strengthen your psychic abilities. This has to do with your soul and your mind. This has to do with the ability To engage your mind. So what are five ways through which you can develop your psychic abilities? I want you to consider this a subtopic. Let's just examine this one. How can you go beyond your natural abilities? Because sincerely, ladies and gentlemen, this life, ah, I'll be deceiving you if I'm saying it's, it's going to be easy or, you know, smooth. And no, it's a roller coaster. But in order for you to cope, in order for you to be able to shine, to excel, then, you need to develop your psychic abilities. To understand how psychic skills manifest. I beg your pardon. To understand how your psychic skills manifest and help, help you develop them. I have provided five sure ways to enhance your natural abilities. The very first one is befriend your imagination. Befriend your imagination. Ladies and gentlemen, learn to befriend your imagination. Learn to engage your imagination. In case you do not understand what we are saying, you might need to look for my YouTube channel the youtube channel name is just yomi daniels y-o-m-i d-a-n-e-l-s yomi daniels if you know my picture you would have seen my whole picture there there are different skits all our skits There is one that is called um, Mirror Magic. On Mirror Magic, on all our skits there, we always encourage you to engage your imagination. So learn to befriend your imagination. Your intuition is your superpower. And if you want to strengthen it, you have to get to know your imagination. You need to understand when you are imagining something and when something is a reality. When you are imagining something, you are thinking. But when your imagination is becoming a reality to you, you are actually overthinking. That one is not just thinking, it's overthinking. So, but whether you like it or not, whatever it is you are imagining, it could be a way of universe trying to tell you something. But I know of someone, this person, anytime you are telling this person something positive, 
this person is thinking of the negative things that will happen. She engages this imagination so much that it becomes real to this person. At some point, this person will be telling you the imaginations as if they are real. And you'll be like, no, 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 no. This is just you preempting evil. But there is nothing wrong when you are hearing an idea for the first time and your mind is like, okay, what are the things that could go wrong? What that is simply saying is, how do you overcome such obstacles? Should they manifest? Most times, they don't. But we want you to know that your intuition is your superpower. And if you want to strengthen your intuition, you have to get to know your imagination. Why? Reality has this nasty habit of breaking down in the mind. What are we saying? Reality can easily get overrun by all sorts of false beliefs. That's why. I know of someone that this person, I don't know whether it's, whether she just believes that she's not entitled to something good. Once she sees something good, she then begin, you know, the reality is that something good is in her life. But then she starts to overthink that, you know, this is too good to be real. Then she starts thinking what could go wrong, what could go wrong. Then after focusing on what could go wrong, the next thing is, she starts believing what could go wrong and what could go wrong now becomes the reality. Now, this person, the false beliefs of this person has overrun the good thing, which is, which is actually the reality in this person's life. And there are millions of people who are like that. Once you are telling them something good like this, they are telling you bad things that will happen. And if you don't pay attention, if you don't give them enough attention, if you don't pay attention to, how do I put it now? Holy Spirit, help me. Now, if you don't see it the way they are seeing those things, remember, they see evil in every good thing. And that evil is a product of their imagination. They now start focusing on it, it becomes real to them. Now, if that imagination is not real to you, you become their enemy. You will become their enemy. Because they will have seen someone, this person abandoned me. Simply because, and it is not my own problem. I'm trying to achieve something here. But every time I'm coming up with new ideas, you are emphasizing the likely challenges I will face. Now, remember, those likely challenges are not real. They are just likely challenges. They are not real. But this person wants me to focus on this thing as, as if it's real, because it's real to her. So you become their enemy. At some point, it leads to witchcraft, wickedness. Because at some point, you want that thing to happen. So that you'll be able to say, didn't I tell you that this will happen? Didn't I tell you that that will happen? Didn't I tell you this? Didn't I tell you that? Whereas what this person does not know is that that thing might not have, it might not have happened. But it happened because You know, you kept pouring energy.
from that imagination. Aha! What if this is what will happen? What if? What if? What if? They are just what if. And they are only there to get to guide you. That okay, should this happen, this is what you are going to do. It's not necessarily focusing on that imagination as if it's real. Because eventually, it becomes real. It becomes real. Sincerely, I try to avoid people who are like that. And if I'm avoiding you, maybe that's why. Because things like that, they are, as far as I'm concerned, they are baseless obstacles. But one thing is that we grow at different pace. Different level. Forget, you might be 50 years old, you might be 100 years old. But your mindset is that of one illiterate somewhere, you know. And you will see somebody with positive mindset, bright mindset, 20 years old, and when you guys are talking, to be as if that person is more mature than you. It's simply because that child maybe is a product of good parenthood. Who might have taught him or her how to engage your mind, how to differentiate your imaginations from the reality. Reality has this nasty habit of breaking down in the mind. It can easily get overrun by all sorts of false beliefs. False beliefs. False beliefs. What are your belief systems? That's why I tell people that look, the highest form of learning is unlearning. <laughs> there are some things that are not applicable to me. Not because I'm different from everybody, but simply because I've taken my time and I'm still taking my time to ask myself questions. All those things my ancestors told me. Ancestors. Great, 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 great grandfather. Grandfather. My father. My mother. Everything they told me, I am asking questions about them. The ones that don't, the ones that don't make sense, I discard it. I discard it. There are some things that don't make sense to me because I'm taking time to check them, to check through them, and I realize that all those things are just product of maybe fables. Like. I was discussing with someone and she said, hey, confession brings, I know confession brings possession. I know the Bible says and we shall confess with our mouth this and that. Yes, I know. But I also know, I have come to now realize that death is not something to be feared. Because whether you like it or not, it will happen. So why should I be afraid of it? But my father and my mother, they taught me to be afraid. Hey, don't mention death. Don't mention death. Don't mention as if you is by mentioning it or not mentioning it that will determine how much time you live. You need to unlearn these kind of things. They are not, they are false belief systems. That they will affect you. They will affect your reality. They will make you to be seeing some kind of realities. Your, the realities that are product of your evil imaginations. The same imaginations can be used in another way. Don't let the enemy deceive you. And every... It can... Okay. Reality has nasty habit of breaking down in the mind. It can easily get overrun by all sorts of false beliefs. But within it, there is truth. And every so often, we are lucky enough to confront it directly. Inside those false beliefs, within it, there is truth. But they will leave the truth 
Because the truth is, they will now focus on the false beliefs. Once you allow your imagination to run wild, you will create open space in your mind for every possible piece of unmeasurable information to make itself known to you. I will say that. Once you allow your imagination to run wild, you will create open space in your mind for every possible piece of unmeasurable information to make itself known to you. When you focus on that thing, it keeps enlarging. It keeps enlarging. It keeps enlarging. There are some times like this. I'll be facing the TV, but my mind is somewhere else. I'll be imagining all manner of things. And before I know it, I'll realize that my vibration is already responding to what I am imagining. Then I try to catch myself. If it's something good, I will continue. If I'm visualizing, okay, something better for myself, like where I want to be, where I want to live, where I'm going, this and that, I continue to give it more energy. I give it more energy. But sometimes, I also know that it's the other way around. You just be thinking, ah, I hope this girl is not cheating on me. Why do I feel like she's cheating? Ah, ah. You know, and you, before you know it, you even see the way they are banging her in your mind. You'll be like, ah, she's saying, you'll be picturing the way she's mourning. And before you know it, you start feeling like you've seen the, that thing happen. But what we don't know, what many of us don't know, is that by allowing our imagination to run wild in the negative way like that, you are creating some kind of, you are making things happen. You are setting in motion what will happen in the future. Now, those things happen because, simply because you imagine them. That's why they are happening. And as you open the door to your vision, you may start in a daydream. You may live in a... Yes, that happens to me all the time. There are sometimes when you have that imagination to run very wild. Before you know it, you just find yourself in... You just see a vision. That, ah! This is what's happening. But you see, this takes practice. You need to practice the act of visualization. Instead of me using imagination, I will call it visualization. Because it's a deliberate act for me to imagine what I want for my life in future. Because I'm, I'm the one allowing my imagination to run wild, either during my meditation or in my even, like when I just wake up, I like to imagine what my day would look like. The moment I wake up like this and I say, thank you, Jesus, or thank you, Lord, thank you. I try to imagine them. I see myself doing them. I see myself achieving them. I see myself celebrating that, oh, yes, today is a wonderful day. That's different. But those kind of wild imaginations where you are thinking, I hope this guy is not cheating on me. I hope these people are not trying. As far as I'm concerned, when you are having positive imaginations, I, I, will, refer to, I will refer to that as visualization. Because it's a deliberate effort. You are sitting your ass down in meditation and you are trying to imagine stuff. Like when I wake up in the morning, I like to imagine my day, what my day will look like. If I have a proposal to write or I have a contract to draw, whatever I have to do, I picture myself doing it. And at the end of the day, I picture myself celebrating that, oh yes, thank God I was able to achieve this today. In the same way, some people visual they will just be imagining like, ah, 
I hope this man is not trying to cheat me, Sha. I hope this man is not trying to rip me off. And the next thing, there was something that happened. I will tell you an example. There was something we did. I just met this man not too long ago. So we had this transaction. You know, running into about a hundred thousand or so. So after paying, he just stopped picking my call. Oh my God. My imagination started running wild. I started imagining that this guy scammed me. Oh my God. Why is this guy not picking my call? You know, the resistance was so much that I felt, I started feeling like this guy had scammed me. So before I knew it, I told him, okay, I think the transaction was all about, uh, I paid something, so he was unable to deliver the second half. So he was meant to return, I think, about 40% of the money back to me. So I, I was calling him to return the money so that I could pay the person that would do it for me. And he stopped picking my calls for about 3-4 hours. I started thinking like this guy had scammed me. I started imagining things. Before I knew, I sent him a message, a threatening message that you don't want to mess with this guy. You don't want to mess with me. So eventually, I also realized maybe I was over reacting. So, but I just decided to leave him for a while. That, mm. So the next thing, he just called me. And he was like, oh, sorry, bros. I got your missed call. I was in, in the court. I was in a law court that time because he works with the Ministry of Justice. So he now said, ah, please send me your details. Immediately I sent him the details. I got all my money back. So after 48 minutes, the next thing I said, ah, bros, what's this threatening message that I just saw? Ah, should we have sent you the money? I was like, Mwah. I felt embarrassed that he owe me. For the day, that's when I can make a pain. That's when your body could pain me. But I just wanna be lonely. Don't let's run the night on drum. Yeah, 
Party like piano Baby girl I love your body passion oh, oh. Girl I don't really make you wait Girl I don't really make you sweat Girl I don't really make you wait Girl I don't really make you wait Girl I don't really make you sweat Las cosas que te haré.